Hi there, folks. Thank you for joining me. Pardon my creaky chair. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about the session I just ran um, earlier this morning, which was search engine optimization. As as I dub it now, it's SEO for good. Right. So I think that today was just a really amazing day. Um, we had a number of people turn up and I think my biggest worry is often that I say so much because there is so much condensed into one session that I, I it ultimately means that I'm just delivering and talking and I don't know what the room's doing and it's hard to read the room sometimes. However, there was a lot of interaction. So today we saw quite a few questions and they're all juicy, great, wonderful, beautiful questions. One in particular was really interesting, which was just the, the use of Yoast, which is an SEO plugin, search engine optimization plugin. And what's really interesting is that these kind of tools are there. If you've got a WordPress website, that's an option for you. And it's something that you might have, but you're not aware of, or you're not aware of how to use. And in this case, we just, dumped the session and part of uh, what we were talking about or what I wanted to talk about and talked about the actual uh, social entrepreneur that was online and, and we spoke at length about um, some of the things that Yoast offers, some of the green lights, yellow lights, red lights, this traffic light system of saying if you are uh, potentially going to rank on Google or not and how you can optimize your content and I think just looking at the terminology of these things that's something that even in a session like that, people would get and receive and it would be helpful, but you might feel overwhelmed or you're not too sure what's there. So it then quickly gets dragged down and removed in a sense. So I think that having a session like SEO for social enterprise is hugely important because a lot of people want to rank on Google and the, there's a definite mindset there that I do need to address. But before I do, the the way in which businesses currently work is still in that private sector mentality. And although social enterprises is still a business and it has a business arm, it's really interesting to hear how we can look at um, these things and just completely treat social enterprise like it's a charity or a not-for-profit kind of organization as such, more like a charity or a third sector arm. And actually it's really commercial, but it doesn't mean that we pile on it all at once and it, it's a case of actually like these people are amazing at what they do and who they are but they in this case don't know digital so i'm there to assist and i think it was a really beautiful session today because they asked questions that were relevant to them and that's when people really take the most home so i did mention something that i wanted to touch on about mindset because one of the key mindsets would be that people begin to understand in general, but specifically for social enterprise, because people tend to come to find those services, products, people have problems and issues that they dive into on search. And for, for those rewards to come through, for people to find you online, I think that part of it is SEO, but the other part of it is knowing that people are searching for something and maybe they're searching for social enterprise or not profit. I mean, you never know, but understanding that 
it's actually as much as it's about the business, it's less about the business. And it's more about understanding the user intent and user needs and meeting their needs online. And I think a lot of time, the the one area, for example, that people might miss is that they feel like they need to do this work. They need to transition to online. And that's great. However, if you are taking care of elderly folk, then your business is that. And you know everything about the law and caring and all of the things around caring for elderly people. However, at the same time, you're going to be faced with the fact that your online presence it might not really exist if the elderly don't have the tools, they don't have the skill set, the ability, they don't tune in for that long, the screens are too bright for them to stare at. There's a number of reasons for why that particular demographic would not engage. However, you might engage with a different version of the user, and that would be for you to say you do this in your business, in your social enterprise or your project. But at the same time, um, we know of lots of people who go through um, having parents who are elderly and then leaning into the audience that are more likely to exist online, which are the children, uh, grandchildren of those elderly. And that's just one example of how we can leverage the way in which people traditionally think of search engine optimization and how we can harness that with the similar kind of mentalities that you already exist in the tech sector, but with a social enterprise sector to think who are our audience? What are we doing? What's the benefit? And understanding the platform is very unique and different. I'm a huge believer in the fact that people do some of the best work because they're really good at it and they're skilled and experienced. But at the same time, my skills and experience add to that. And today was really warming and lovely because it, it was definitely uh, one of those moments. I think one of my slides that comes up that I try and really highlight is, is very basic and simple. And it's that you as a changer, change maker, social enterprise, civic person, nonprofit, you're doing something amazing in this world. And when you're doing that, your point of view your viewpoint, your effort, your personality, charisma, maybe it's your brand, maybe it's a personal brand or a brand, maybe your thoughts and feelings on a particular thing, your business model, your content in contrast or alongside because of those elements, your content that would be coming out would be really unique and it would be a shame to lose it. And it's taken me many times to engage with people on that level. And I think there's only going to be more and more from me uh, to do that because I've learned that actually I need to just put myself out there and get on it and do it and it's fine I think that a lot of people forget that part because they're so focused on digital but the more we can focus back on what you're good at um, and then find a way to digitize that to say okay well my views would be better received by like I said earlier the, the grandparents or the children as opposed to my direct beneficiaries, which are the, the elderly. And I think that digital does have a, a bit of a hiccup in terms of how things work because often these are very linear and specific and they're quite obvious uh, in some sense. But the way in which social enterprise is set up and just eternally forever, the way that they intend to make society better means that tech 
worlds and advice and support out there is misleading and won't necessarily help, uh, which is exactly why TNTOS Digital exists. Um, one of the other things, I am just looking through my slides as well, but one of the big things that I noticed was that just search is going to change and I couldn't really ignore that. So one of the biggest things that you might hear in future um, sessions is that there there is a new thing that hasn't happened yet, but um, I did, despite that, I did show a slide and I'm going to talk more about it on AI, but essentially search generative experiences is something that Google has termed and coined. So search generative experiences are essentially uh, a set of way in which it describes the AI technology that exists that Google has already developed in some shapes and in some ways through other means. It has already got a spine of and a body of work. And it's for them to sort of find out how they can leverage the versions of and iterations of AI that might be available in certain areas. For example, it's fully implemented uh, a canvas style uh, magic eraser, but within its Chrome, um, my apologies, my, it's Google Pixel phone. And that means AI is now able to be used on that phone so that you can edit photographs with such ease. And I think that's really wonderful. And from what I hear, it's actually a lot better than Canva because misleading as that might be to say Canva is amazing. It, actually, I've used it and there seems to be if, still quite a bit of development there that's needed. But this AI element that it's picked up of text that it's also got has been brought in and it's been put into their search. And in their search, they actually had a entire conference uh, that I saw uh, in part in lots of parts because I ended up missing some of it. But they really did have this wonderful example of uh, using bikes where it illustrated that it would try to give the best, most direct products and services at the top, but also it would generate a response that is AI based. And this is uh, what it's calling the search generative experience because it is generating a solution, uh, an answer to your query through search, uh, providing that developed enhanced experience. And what's really explicit is that in terms of search engine optimization, it's important for us to know that only the good will survive in this. Um, and, and not only the people that are willing to share and support and give out their services, and it really will lend its hand to a tangible outcome. However, if it's hesitant and unsure, the algorithm does uh, at some point drop off and not follow through with that, as well as it can't do reviews and things like that. So it can't really review anything. Therefore, it wouldn't do that it would rely on human beings to be able to do that. I think that's really, really interesting to hear how search generative generative experiences are going to develop over time. I think that's probably a lot more than what I thought I was going to say today, um, but that was definitely a, a wide verse of a bunch of different things that we covered in the session today. Um, in case you, you, you've forgotten about one of the most uh, core functions of the way SEO has worked, I shared this thing called EAT, which is um, expertise, experience, authoritative, and trust. And actually, it's been developed, so it's like E-EAT, so it's got two E's on it, because they are the expertise and experience. 
and alongside authoritative content that also provides that expertise and experience it then builds on trust and i think that seo has had this philosophy and this style but what's interesting is that we have seen it quite some for quite some time now um in the documents for google where it exists i think going forward it will be interesting to see how social enterprise does develop and get out there through search because in my mind there is no real there's nothing there in that information i've given because social enterprise is far more experiential is far more adapt and skilled in their expertise it's far more authoritative in what they're doing but maybe the authoritative bit is the weaker link in all of the things that they are that they might have there i think most products and services do have a customer buy-in that dip and lull and they do have some wiggle room however with social enterprise it's more a case of people will naturally trust so the whole eat model that is embedded in google search as well as in seo's kind of work and ethos the eat model feels more like it's something that should just be a given and should be really easy but for whatever reason the barriers are more around from my personal point of view is that it's around people haven't built an infrastructure for that yet and I think that's coming. So I'd really like to hear your thoughts and views on that and to see if you've been to um, any of my digital series and what you thought of them, please do hit the like, subscribe, follow button and all that jazz. It means a lot if you could, you know, just follow this thread, listen to this, share the, this out because there's a lot of stuff going on. I still have a summer boot camp coming up. So stay tuned and more will be here. Um, if you're interested in the next podcast, uh, it's going to be about processes and different things that I'm going through, including um, setting up CIC and including my lack of video. So let's get into it.